Hello, hello, and welcome to an exciting new episode of Roadmap Plus for our beloved team managers in Destination Imagination. We know team managers, we know you've got a lot going on. We're here for you. So today in this podcast, we're going to cover a big DI concept on a small time frame. I am joined today by our friends from the Educational Experiences team, Erica Begun-Vinstra and Amanda Potter. Hi there, friends. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. Today, we're going to talk about a really cool resource that we have to help us learn more about those DI challenges. We're going to talk about clarifications. Yeah. So you're meeting with your team. You've read the challenge. You've picked your challenge, but you still have some questions. You can clarify those questions. (laughs) See what I did there? Uh, Using the process of clarifications. So Erica, to start us out, just tell us what are clarifications? There are different types of them. What are they? So with DI challenges, we try our best to create challenges that are both clear and concise, but also open-ended. And as you can imagine, this means there can be times when there's something in the challenges or in rules of the road that's unclear or too open-ended. And that's where clarifications come in. There's two kinds of clarifications. There's published clarifications and team clarifications. Published clarifications happen when there's a rule that needs to be clarified for everybody who is doing that particular challenge or the broader subject of the rules of the road needs some kind of clarification that's going to affect everybody in the Destination Imagination program. Sometimes this is something that was unclear, too open to interpretation, causing teams a lot of trouble. Lots of teams are having questions about it. And that's when we issue a published clarification. These are going to be published on the DI website in the resource area, and you'll see announcements go out on social media that one of these has been published for your challenge. They are rules, they are changes to the rules, and they must be followed by all teams. Sometimes teams have a question specific about their solution or about the challenge itself and how it might apply to them, and that's where team clarifications can come in. If you have a question that isn't answered in the challenge, in rules of the road, or by a published clarification, you could write in to our international challenge masters and ask for a specific team clarification. You do want to make sure that this is not answered already in a published clarification by checking on the website that I just mentioned. If not, you can go into the resource area and submit one of these team clarifications. Make sure before you submit that you are actually on the correct team challenge. Um, Sometimes we get clarifications that come through that are for the wrong challenge because a team has gone back and forth about the challenge they're going to solve. So just make sure before you submit that you're on the correct team, that you're on the correct team challenge. It's also important to remember that your team is limited to 10 clarification questions. So make sure you really need to ask your question before you submit it. Yeah, that's just really cool that this process is in place to really help teams understand what is expected of them with their challenge. It's so awesome. So Amanda, who, who answers these? Like who sits at the inbox and makes sure that the teams get, gets a response? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, So the answer to it is the international challenge masters. So the international challenge masters, a lot of times we'll call them ICMs. Um, They are probably the volunteers that Erica and I work most closely with throughout the year. They answer all the team clarifications for a particular challenge. So each team challenge has a pair of two international challenge masters who work together to draft the answers 
um, and send those out to the teams. The ICMs are the experts in your challenge, the international experts in your challenge, hence the name. And they're responsible for ensuring consistent appraising across all tournaments at all levels. So in addition to answering clarification questions, they also are responsible for creating all kinds of training materials to make sure that all appraisers at the tournaments are appraising consistently. So all of that means that the ICMs are the best possible people to answer your team's questions about your team challenge. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, So Erica, if my team has a question, we want to send it in. It has not yet been addressed in the published clarifications for our challenge. How how do we send in our clarification question? So you're going to want to submit as early as possible. We're accepting them starting at the opening of the season until January 31st at 1159 p.m. Pacific time. Until then, you can come to the resource area under the team manager's account and you can submit your clarifications. Amazing. So such a cool process. Uh, So Amanda, is there any limitation to what can be asked in those clarification questions? Yeah, there are a few limitations, not many. Um, One good resource for more information about clarifications is actually in the rules of the road. There's a whole section in the rules of the road that will outline some of these things that you can and can't ask. Um, So when in doubt, always go back to that document. But just a quick list of things. You can ask any questions your team has that are related to the interpretation of the rules and requirements for your challenge or rules of the road for that matter. Both are acceptable. So that really feels fairly limitless. There are so many things that you could ask about. You could ask about a tiny, tiny detail in the challenge that makes a big difference to your solution. Or you could ask something that's just a little bit more general. It's a bigger concept in the challenge, but your team is just really struggling to understand. There's no question that is really too large or small for clarifications, as long as it's about the challenge or rules of the road. The few exceptions that we have are that we will not validate. And when I say we, I mean the ICMs. The ICMs will not validate a solution. So that means that if your team writes in and says, here are specifics of my solution, is this a good solution? Is it allowed? Is it definitely going to be fine if we bring it to the tournament? The ICMs are going to say, you know what? We really can't tell you one way or another because we don't know what it's actually going to look like live at the tournament. You may do a great job describing it. And we think we know what you're talking about, but we always are going to be careful not to validate your solution 100%. Um, What the ICMs will probably do is cite some sections of the challenge that will give your team some guidance for things to consider or look at. They may say, you know, what you're describing to us sounds like it could be fine or it could not be fine, but we're just really not not sure. Um, So you can still ask questions like that, but that's the kind of answer that you're going to get. It won't be a black and white yes or no, for sure. Great. One type of question that the ICMs will definitely not answer is a question about copyright. Determining whether you can use a material or an idea is really the responsibility of your team. So your team should be the ones to reach out to whoever owns the copyright for that material or idea and ask them for permission 
That is something that the team manager can help team members with. It's not considered interference. But because the ICMs don't know how your team is going to be using that material or idea and can't necessarily see the material or idea, depending on what it is, it's really impossible for them to answer questions of that sort. So they won't answer any questions about copyright. The final big type of question that ICMs will not answer are questions that are related to anything specific to your local tournament. Um, For instance, is latex, is a latex material allowed at my tournament venue? The ICMs will not know that information. So those are the types of questions that would totally be fine for you to bring to a regional director, an affiliate director, a regional or affiliate tournament director, but the ICMs at their level, because they're in charge of implementing the challenge throughout the globe, just don't have the specifics for every single tournament out there. Um, So they will usually tell you, go ask somebody at your local tournament level, and that person will be able to help you out, just not through your team clarifications. And if you need assistance in contacting your regional or affiliate leadership, you can just reach out to us at volunteer at DIHQ.org and we'll make sure that uh, we connect you with the appropriate people. Awesome. Okay. So this is a lot of really great information about the clarifications process. Is there anything else that you would like us to know about clarifications, Erica? Yeah. So once you've sent in your question, please be patient. We do get a lot of these, especially close to the deadline and that we ask you to wait at least a week usually um, before you start wondering where your answer is. The ICMs will get back to you. We have your question. We, we will work on answering it. Um, but it's also important to keep in mind that some questions take longer to answer than others, especially if it's something really detailed or there's some kind of issue about it that we need to really pay some, some close attention to. The ICMs will take their time to make sure you get the best answer possible. So if you haven't gotten that answer the next day, just realize we have your question. We're not going to miss it, but we do ask your patience waiting for those answers. Yeah. Awesome. That's a great thing to remember. All right. So I have one more question for you. What is one thing about DI that you wish all team managers knew? So it's not exactly about DI, but it's probably a team manager tip. Um, one of those fun activities that you can have your team do when they're struggling to work as a team is I like having kids make playlists. And so having them sit down and work on something that's not related to DI can help build those teamwork skills as they create something that has absolutely no relation to their challenge, but gets them working together and kind of gets them past any kind of conflict they might be having while working on a team challenge solution. Um, I love that idea. Erica, can we make a playlist after this, please? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. All right. Amanda, what you got? What is one thing about DI that you wish all team managers knew? So I'm going to answer this from the perspective that I had when I was a team member. So I, I was, I never served as a team manager, but I was on a team for many years and I can only imagine the, um, stress that my team members and I might have put my team manager under because there was a lot of a lot of goofing off and a lot of silly joking and a lot of times that maybe seemed like we weren't super on track um and yet in those moments of being silly and goofing off 
there was so much team building and relationship building that even that time that seemed like kind of throwaway time was definitely extremely valuable and helped us be even more successful in times of stress. So I say that all because I can imagine that as a team manager, that could be a little frustrating when your team is maybe not super on track. And I'm not saying they should do that all the time. For sure. I get it. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I think a little bit of goofing off, a little bit of time off task, a little bit of time to get to know each other and to make light of things and to just come up with some team jokes or identify a team song or just something unstructured is actually really valuable in the process of building your team. Delightful. What what amazing tips we have uh, in this episode. Thank you so much, friends. Amanda Potter, Erica Begun-Vinstra, thank you for joining us today. Uh, if you have other questions about clarifications or other aspects of your experience as a team manager, you're very welcome to reach out to us at volunteer at dihq.org. Uh, here at Roadmap Plus, we would like to acknowledge that today's episode was recorded on land that was originally inhabited and cultivated by the Ojibwa, Lenape, and Shawnee nations. We're very grateful for this land and for the people who cultivated it for generations. Uh, I'm your host, Kelsey Selleck. We'll see you next time on Roadmap Plus.